Everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence, the 200th episode. In fact, I'm here today with the other co-hosts, Matt Basta and Brendan McCullough. Unfortunately, Hi. Mark Troy could not join us, but he oh, will be a in a later Stumpers <laughs> clip for you. It's truly a tragedy. Uh, yeah. But anyway, how's everyone doing? <laughs> well, I, for one, am devastated that we're not going to hear the return of Stromboli for our 200th episode. <laughs> yeah, listener, uh, I, I even hinted on 199, like maybe there'd be some D&D goodness. Nope. I think we steered away from that. We're just going to do a normal episode, stick to our, our roots. Well, and- we all know how successful episode <laughs> Well. Well, that's For the those thing. of you that have stuck around this long, <laughs> here's a fun those who fact. Were immediately turned off by that episode. One of our listeners, Chiz, uh, he he was a big fan of that episode, and he said Stromboli made the episode, and he loved the character. And then I mentioned to him that Mark actually, against Bren's will, uh, made his but way onto almost better than dragons it. for an episode and trolled the hell oh, out of no. us. And and Chiz we- is super excited. So. Apparently, there is an audience for Mark. Out, um, out of that hour and 20 minutes recording session we did for that episode, we made about five minutes of progress. Yeah, no, it was that was unfortunate, and it's going to be edited down heavily. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. I, most of the ABTD episodes that I edited were edited down extremely heavily. <laughs> pretty much. You um, get like an hour and a half of content, and, and, and it would uh, two distill hours down to like 25 minutes. <laughs> But yeah, so this episode is going to be a little different. Um, to kind of make it a little special, we in a previous episode, it was actually 199. We did some stumpers, so at the end of this episode, we'll be tossing that in there, and that does include Mark, so it will feel like he was here. Um, <laughs> he's, he's here with us in spirit. <laughs> Rest in peace, Mark. basically. And uh, then we also have a lot of listeners and previous guests of the show uh, send in some clips to us, congratulating us on our milestone of 200 episodes. I honestly wasn't sure if. Like, I didn't really know what the expectations were when I started this show, and it was just like, we'll see what happens, and wow, it's kind of getting out of hand, but we'll keep going, <laughs> and we'll, it's going to be really cool to share all those clips with you guys, but we'll save that for the end if you're not into that, listener. Totally <laughs> if you don't want to listen to our own circle jerk of thank yous from everyone else. It's really inspiring, and it just makes me like want to continue, and I, it, it's just one of those feel-good moments. So, And hearing from all the previous guests, it's kind of cool. Like We had a lot of really cool people on the show. Which is which is so surprising that it's so inspiring you to keep going, because this is our last episode! We're officially oh, retiring it! It's what announced. Is this? <laughs> this is how it ends. Not with a bang, but with a piddle out. But... This is a video game podcast. Uh, let's get started. I have so much games to talk about. I'm very thrilled. But let's start with Matt, because I'm sure I'm not sure what you've been playing. <laughs> Nothing. Excuse me. Pro- prove me wrong. <laughs> prove me wrong. I spent a good deal of time playing a hidden game by mom. <laughs> What's this? Um, What's this? The, the game that I was talking about uh, mm-hmm. last week, um, the uh, the weird like perhaps intentionally poorly translated uh, Japanese slash Chinese slash Korean uh, sort oh. of video game um, oh, wait, no. that you definitely didn't uh, take my advice and go download. And Anyway. Yep. Um, so yeah, I, I finished that game up. Uh, I got a new phone, uh, which is like a weird thing. Um, yeah. So X. I've been in the process of, of moving everything over. No, not an iPhone. I got a Pixel 2. Um, nice. I don't have the oh, patience for I'm iPhones. Considering it myself, are you oh happy? Oh my god, with it's the so good. Don't get don't get the XL um, because it has weird screen problems that people keep talking about. Oh, um, the regular Pixel Two is a delight. Um, I I love it. Um, it's a great phone. It's very fast. Um, no headphone jack. It's got a well. It it comes with the adapter, so like oh. it's not a problem. Um, I've got wireless headphones anyway, and I am on the wait list for. Um, Pixel Buds, which I'm very excited about. Those are sort of the Google version of AirPods. Which are wireless earbuds. Wireless earbuds. Um, the difference is mostly uh, they're connected. They've got like a little wire connecting them. Um, it's very stylish. They they look um, minimal without being ridiculous. I think AirPods look so fucking stupid. Um, kind of. They they really do. Like, they look like little antennas coming out of your ear. They're so dumb. I talked um, in earbuds. But it's not as dumb as uh, people that used to have, like, those Bluetooth ear pieces, and it's just like, oh, God. Mm. Yeah, uh, it's it's along similar. the same lines. Yeah. yeah. The it's Pixel Buds are, are round. Um, they've got, like, a little, little clippy bit to them. Uh, one of the really cool features 
uh, and it's sort of yet to be seen how well it works in real life. Um, it can translate like some stupid number of languages in real time. No shit. So yeah, so it's got like microphones in it. Um, and it uses your phone to do the processing. Um, we'll see. I'm going to get them. Uh, I want to get them because, uh, I wear headphones at the gym and I've just been buying literally like the cheapest headphones possible on Amazon. And then when they start to get weird, I throw them out and (laughs) I've got like four packs of them in my drawer. All those are probably still cheaper than one pair of the AirPods or PixelPods or whatever. Granted, over the course of the last, like, five years that I've been doing this, uh, I've probably spent, like, a solid $200 on headphones. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it, in, in fairness, it's been a good investment. I don't regret it. Because, like, the number of times you, you break them or they go through the wash or you yeah. lose them or whatever. Like, it, there's a lot of unforeseen circumstances where they're just, like, all right, I got to get a new pair. Yeah, you know? that's my thinking. I'd, I'd rather do that. Amazon, $10. I think it's like, it's like 5 to $10. They're made by Panasonic. Um, they come up first when you search for, like, earbuds. Uh, 10 out of 10. Um, <laughs> something else. Uh, I've been playing uh, Civ Six. Um, oh. Still on that Civ Six bandwagon. <laughs> um, Let's be honest. That's not a bandwagon. That's a continent. Like you, if you're all, if you're playing, Civ, you're just there for life. Like you're not the getting Civ off that continent. Well, sort of like uh, my character in the game. I am not getting off this continent because <laughs> I have not invented boats. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, but the the other game which I would like to mention is a game that I've also played and brought up uh, previously. But there's new. I don't know whether you call it DLC or an expansion. I guess it's more of an expansion than DLC for uh, City Skylines. Um, it's sort of their new, uh, like, eco-friendly mod expansion. Um, and so it adds a whole <laughs> bunch green. of stuff for, like, cleaning your city up uh, and, and having, like, renewable resources and stuff. And um, it it doesn't really add new challenges, so to speak. Like, the Disasters expansion or DLC, whatever the fuck it is... Um, you know, it added a new degree of difficulty to the game, but then it also gave you like new and interesting tools and different types of quests and things like that. Um, th- it's a little bit thin on that sort of stuff, uh, in, in the eco-friendly version. Um, I don't know. It's just like bonus content, right? Like new building types, new types of districts, new types of like ordinances and stuff that you can pass. Um, if you are or have been a fan of City Skylines, or if you're a SimCity 5 fan uh, that was gravely disappointed, uh, definitely now is a, a, a more than opportune time to check out City Skylines and uh, have, have yourself a nice evening. Yeah, does anyone know why there's, like, a crazy sale going on at Steam? Because, like, it's, uh, I, I got an email that, like, 14 games on my wish list all are on sale, and there's some fucking good ones and great prices. It's the Halloween sale. Oh, no shit. I gotta get on this before it's too late. But, like, uh, that game Pulse... It's going until November 1st or so, so, I mean, you got, like, a week. Okay, Yeah, November sweet. 1st. Yeah, um, was... Did you bring up the game Pulse with, like, the girl with the blindfold and, like, the cute little thing i don't know there's that that's only like two dollars necropolis we had uh mitch gettleman on our show i still like necropolis i remember when it came out people were initially playing it and then it got kind of beat around a bit review wise i still really enjoy that game yeah and the brutal edition which i assume comes with extra stuff is only 450 like four dollars and 50 cents like you can't beat that i would recommend that it adds like a brute character where you're just a giant and it changes up the mechanics a bit and there's more enemies and stuff it's it's fun it's pretty tough solo the first few times you do it, but once you get the hang of it, you can solo. It's like Dark Souls; you can solo it pretty easily on your own if you if you're lucky enough to get the right weapon combination. Yeah, and the last one I'll mention: Legend of Dungeon is only four bucks, so that's pretty cool. I want to check that one out too. So I might have to get some Steam stuff. You well, uh, Bren, let's talk about the games you've been playing. You said you dropped fifty bucks recently on the the sale. Yeah, I got the email notification like, hey, something's on your wish list on sale. I was like, all right, cool. And I came back and I was like, well, bye, bye, bye. Uh, I got Super Hot, <laughs> Cuphead, and Bayonetta. Oh, uh, Cuphead. I'm so jealous. I got to get yeah. that myself. All three of them are under 50 bucks total, like uh, buying it together. So I was just like, fuck it. Like, I was, you know, I won't buy the fractured butthole quite yet because I'm sure there's patches and updates they got to fix up with. And instead, I'll just use that money to buy three games I've been wanting. Did that come out today? 
Fractured Butthole, not today, but like this week. Like, I think that's right. Tuesday or Monday. Well, as of the day we're recording, some really good games. Well, <laughs> that's arguable, but Assassin's Creed Origins we'll and Mario Odyssey. So, uh, and Wolfenstein Two. But I oh, that's right. Maybe earlier this week. But yeah, I knew there was another those, one. All those all came out like, on the this same week. day. Yeah. What the yeah, hell? Yeah. It's people are kind of losing their minds because, like, as if twenty seven. All right, let's be honest. Twenty seventeen <laughs> has been an absolute shitstorm in almost every fabric of existence, like it's in ar- every way. Yeah. But 2017 has been pretty the, bad. No, it's arguably the but best year of gaming ever. For games. Like the Switch, like, Jesus Christ. Like, for games, it, it's been phenomenal, and people actually don't have enough time to play all the good games that are coming yeah. out. I guess forget, this, yeah. uh, when it comes to Game of the Year talk, people are going to forget about, like, Horizon. It's like, oh, yeah, that was, like, fucking January or something. Yeah, and there's, it like, all feels this like it was two years out. ago. Yeah, it's insane. It's, yeah, I think gaming is the only uh, facet of this year that has been good. Maybe like television and entertainment, but like no, so much. The, the, all the movies that came out in 2017 have been trash. I have not. Oh. There hasn't been a. Wait, I, I don't think there's Spider-Man been a, a particular Homecoming, good movie. though. That was solid. I, I, I dig How many Spider-Man that. movies can they fucking make? I don't know, but enough until Sony keeps one. that license. Dude, we can all forget every previous Spider-Man movie ever <gasps> and just Spider-Man Two was Homecoming. good. No, two was okay. Yeah, two was two was the best of the Tobey Maguire trilogy. But yeah. that's not a hard argument to make, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, did you see Blade Runner, uh, what was it 2049? No. Uh, 2049, yeah, I, I heard good things, though. That's immediately one of my favorite movies. Like, that's already on my one of my favorite movie list. So, wow. that right. was, the biggest like, deterrent of it is, I mean, A, if you don't like the style or genre or stuff, then you know, don't see it. Um, but the biggest deterrent is it's like two hours and 45 minutes, and plus trailers and all that, oh, it's Jesus. a solid three hours. But, like... God damn, is it beautiful and really well shot? Just, I I really enjoyed it. It was it's easily one of my favorite movies now because I also loved Blade Runner and the book. So nice. I'm yeah, and Chiz in chat is saying that the Hitman's Bodyguard movie was so good. So I'm not sure oh, about that it? one. I don't remember that. It. I remember seeing advertisements for it, and it kind of came and went. I don't think it got a huge either critical reception or it came out during a bigger movie, like the same time as a bigger movie, maybe Blade Runner. And it just kind of got overshadowed. Yeah. I'm going to give it a chance though. If you're saying it's good, Chiz. Um, but yeah, there are some good movies, but no, it's definitely the best game, uh, best game for years. Of course, the best year for games. Like absolutely. <laughs> in um, a long time. Well, you know, a long time, but it's definitely just been like, you know, nine out of 10 or 10 out of 10 game, like almost every month it feels like. And it's not the bullshit IGN 10 out of 10 where, they paid them to say that. Like these are actually really great games coming out consistently. So it's there's plenty to do and plenty to play. Of course. And okay, so like I guess I'll dive or wait, no, you have more games to talk about. Let's go with you. My bad. Uh yeah. So I mean, uh besides Overwatch, the Halloween event, I've been grinding for those. Um Divinity 2. The story's not really keeping me engaged, like, cause there's just so much content and so many characters. Like I yeah. I kind of lose track of what the main quest is a lot of the time. And so because that's not really keeping me, it's just the gameplay and mechanics that are bringing me back because I don't really care about the characters either because honestly, they can die at any time. And like, if you don't have a revival scroll, you're fucked. So like, I'm not too attached to the characters like I would be in like Mass Effect or something. So it's just the core gameplay that's bringing me back and it can get kind of exhausting. So I can see how people can get tired of it after a certain point. I still love it. It's still like exactly what I want it to be, but I can see people losing interest in it after you know 60 hours or something and they're still not beating it yeah um, so i'm still planning that but like i said i bought three other games so i might take a break for a bit uh but not too long because then i'll forget what the fuck's happening and i have to restart and lose all that progress oh god i know what you mean yeah um but so i bought bayonetta i haven't started that yet but that's what i always wanted to have it's a platinum it's in line with like the god of war beautiful joe uh well God of War was done by a different studio, but Beautiful Joe and Near Automata is done by the same studio. Okay. And uh, it's in the line of God of War, Devil May Cry sort of games where it's just super stylish, over-the-top combat, uh, a lot of quick-time events, um, but it's just really cool, and I've been really wanting to play it, and they ported it to PC this year, and it's like 20 nice. bucks, so on sale it was like 13 or something. Like It was, it was a gimme. Um, Cuphead, I've watched a lot of it. I haven't watched a full playthrough of it yet, but I'm going to get around to playing it. Uh, see how hard it really is. I'm sure I'm gonna fucking hate myself, but I'll I'll battle through that because I love bullet hells. Uh, and super hot is the other one I got, and I've actually been playing that a bit. 
And All right, I'm super jealous of everything you picked up. Fuck. <laughs> it's really good. Super Hot and Bayonetta were on sale. Cuphead wasn't, though, because it's brand new. Um, but Super Hot's really fun. Like, yeah. I, I always knew it was good. I just never got around to playing it. And now that I got around to it after a few years since it came out, it's still super good. And if anyone has VR, there's a Super Hot VR, which has new missions. It's not just a VR clone of it. It's a new game in it, itself, in it of itself. So I'd recommend that to anyone who wow, has VR. Wow, I didn't know that about it. I knew about the VR adaptation. I was going to spring it up myself, but that's so cool that it's got like extra missions and stuff. Yeah, there's stuff exclusive to the VR. I'm nice. really excited about the VR mode. Um, I don't have a VR headset myself, but mm-hmm. uh, I have a friend who does, and I'm basically just going to like try and mooch off of him to, to play it <laughs> because it's very exciting. Like the, the concept... Well, do our listeners know what super hot? is like the concept behind the game brought it up before but we can dive into it a little yeah i'll bring it back up uh and also so give, give us like the 15 second explanation uh, uh, <laughs> well, <that> an- <laughs> <laughs> uh but just to clarify vr uh, or vr uh super hot vr isn't a mode it's a different game entirely so you'd have to buy it but it's the same like concept for the game yeah yeah it's just not like a dlc or an expansion or something like it's a separate game you have to buy um, right. But the concept of it is uh, John Wick, but time moves when you move. <laughs> so you're basically John Wick. You're this crazy, super badass, but it's all low, super low polygons. So if you remember, like, the polygon fighters from Super Smash Brothers, like, was it on the 64? The polygon fighters? Yeah. It's yeah. The, like, they all look like that. They're all just very basic shapes. And they're all red. All the, all the bad guys are red. And all the environment's white, and it's just very mm-hmm. minimal. But uh, time moves when you do. So if you stand still, it goes at like a snail's pace. But if you move to the left, it speeds up a little bit, and if you stop, time stops. So it's good to like dodge bullets and like punches and like knife attacks. It also applies to looking around as well. So if if you're yeah. like holding perfectly still, like everything is super slow. But if you're like moving, like looking around the screen, moving your head effectively, like it's also moving. It's moving, but it's moving very slow to look around. So that gives you time to plan out your yeah. strategy of what to do. But then once your character physically moves, it speeds up real, fa- uh, real fast. And then it's all just small levels. Like it's not like a continuous game. It's just different stages. And once you beat all the enemies, uh, it replays what you did, but at normal speed. And you just feel like John Wick. You feel super cool because you're dodging bullets and, you know, punching people and then stealing their gun and th- shooting someone. And when the gun runs out of ammo, you throw it at the person and beat them up and steal their weapon. Like, it's really fun and a unique idea, and I, there seems to be a story, but I haven't gotten too far into it to really piece it together. But it feels like either the game's aware of you or someone's controlling the game. Like you're playing a character who's playing a game, but it's kind of like you get sucked in. Like it, I think it's supposed to be VR in the game, but it's I don't know. It's trippy, but it's really really fun and still holds up to like all the hype that it had years ago when it first came out. So that's on sale for like $14 or something. If you were ever interested in definitely get it. Like, it's yeah. really fun. God, I got to pull the trigger on that one. Yeah, and then you run out of ammo and you throw the gun and you get another uh, gun. The pun's that's what it real. is. There we go. Um, Anything else, Bren? No, that's all I've got. All right, that's cool. And then, yeah, I was obviously I'm like super hype about the Switch. Like, and earlier in the podcast, it's I feel like such a hypocrite because I was always like, I'm never going to buy one. I have no need for it. <laughs> And then it's like, here I am, like, this thing is a gift from God. It's so good. I love everything <laughs> about it. Jesus Christ. I mean, yeah, I knew amazing. it was going to be a fun console, but I, I don't know if I'd say it's the next Messiah. Like, uh, no, I'm not saying, I don't know. It's just incredible. It's not the Messiah. It's an artifact from the Messiah. Yes, from the Messiah. It's a, it's a holy relic, a okay? Fan. Gotcha. But no, it's, it's really cool because I, for the longest <laughs> time, I wasn't even uh, docking the thing. And I've heard other gaming podcasts and people <laughs> saying, like, I lost the dock because I, I just walk around and play it handheld. And, I, and that's basically me. Today was the first day I ever docked it, and it's so ridiculous. It feels, it's so cool because, I don't know, it, uh, HDMI for a Nintendo system, it's really like crystal clear. The graphics are incredible for the type of games I'm playing. I did pick up Mario Odyssey today. Like That's the reason I honestly got a Switch, so it just made sense. And I also got a Pro Controller because it's just I felt like it would be way nicer to just play a controller that I'm more familiar with. Although, there's so much flexibility with the Switch. So, for instance, I also got... 
I was doing some traveling for a wedding and my girlfriend and I took the, the switch along on the airplane. So we were able to play some Mario Kart two player. And at first I was like, Oh gosh, these weird, like, uh, two controllers. I'm not sure how we're going to be able to play. Yeah. The joy cons. I'm not sure how we're going to be able to play together. And you just turn them to the side, just like, I guess if you watched the advertisement when they were showcasing the Switch, like, people would just hold the little controllers. You can each hold one side of it and then play, and it, it's pretty cool how versatile it is. And then yeah, it was the like system- the Wiimote, like, you're supposed to play, like, an uh, NES controller, but it was always, they weren't designed to be that primarily, so it's always a little awkward. Yeah, exactly, but it, it still, it works, and it's pretty yeah. nice. But the system also came with, like, this, like, adapter that you like slide both of them into and then it becomes like a fuller larger controller and that thing is pretty nice so now that i have that and the pro controller we can do mario on the big screen with like regular ass controllers instead of the little ones so that's pretty cool ass Um, controllers yeah (laughs) oh also real quick yeah uh, i kept giggling when you're talking about it because docking is the act of placing the head of one's penis inside the foreskin of another penis Oh, Jesus so. Christ, Christ <laughs> This isn't that kind of show. Uh, this is uh, exactly that kind of show. Know, no, it's not. No, uh, it really isn't. It is it when is, Brent's on. Uh, <laughs> so then here I am playing... This is a video game podcast. Yes, it is. <laughs> Debatable. Uh, I, I'm like balls deep into Zelda, so <laughs> I had to make that joke. Oh, no, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the it. Wild. Um it's so good. Like I, I'm really like a new to the Zelda franchise. I know I'm late to the game and just should have played all the others, but I didn't. And this game is fucking phenomenal. I feel like it's my own like Skyrim meets Shadow of the Colossus like baby, but like with like Zelda <laughs> cast. It's unfucking believable. Can I make a request right now? Yeah. What's can up? you can you go back for episode 200? Can you go back and find all of the clips of you shitting all over <laughs> Mario Switch? Nintendo I'll, games dude, I don't and, have, and, and make like a nice little montage? That. I don't have enough time to do it for 200, <laughs> but I will do that for a future episode. Let's put it that. Way. I would Bonus really episode. love that to hear you talking about how Zelda's a waste of time. Brothers <laughs> well, no, is very good. Oh uh, no, I never say <laughs> stuff like that. I just say like, oh I, no, I'll never own a Switch. <laughs> Um, but here I, well, I, I would say at the time we were only basing it off the console. We didn't know what games were going to come out because I know I was definitely like shitting on this. Not maybe not shitting. I don't remember exactly, but I definitely wasn't impressed nearly as much as you were, Basta. Um, tech wise, I don't know if I am yet. But like the game wise, I the games definitely seem great. Like Splatoon two, uh, yep. Mario Odyssey. It's just people are just nothing but creaming their pants over that. Uh, Breath of the Wild, uh, boy, Mark Art Eight Deluxe. Yep, uh, there, dude, those are all four yeah. games I have. That's so funny. And uh, there's uh, there's been a bunch of like athletes, like NBA players and NFL players, I guess, tweeting or messaging Nintendo saying like, "Hey, when's uh, new Smash Brothers coming out for the Switch?" Like trying to like push for it. And I'm like, I'm sure Nintendo's working on it, guys. I don't think you need to, you know, add to the pressure of it. But, oh, it's, but that's how it's I feel funny now. seeing how big it is still. We need a next Mario Party on the Switch. That'll like, no! literally make my Fuck day. That. Oh God, please. That's a do friendship it. runner. I- Oh, please do it. Yeah, um, it, it it's not so good for friendships. It's real um, bad. I would say, though, I, I, they did Mar- other Mario... Uh, real quick, they did other Mario parties, but they all became super weird and mutants, like, after Mario Party 4. After yeah, that, like, yeah. it's unrecognizable. Well, they had, like, the weird GameCube one where, like, there was a microphone that plugged into the memory card slot, what? and it didn't really ever work, and so, like, if it was your turn and you got, like, a, a fucking microphone minigame, yeah. like, you were just fucked. Um, that's weird. I never even heard of that one. Yeah, that was, it was bizarre. Um, the, the only thing holding me back right now from getting a switch, cause I, I do in fact want one. The only thing holding me back is the latency issues with the controller. Um, I've heard nothing but unfortunate things about, uh, when the, console itself is docked and you've got (laughs) the controller connected wirelessly. Um, and, I guess the left Joy-Con has like a little bit of latency in talking with the Switch and huh. that if, if that issue is like still a major problem, I cannot bring myself to buy this console. Um despite how amazing it may be because I know <laughs> it will infuriate me. I have not Don't. encountered that yet, but I'd also just recommend getting the Pro controller cuz this thing oh god, I love it. Yeah. It's great. Doug, can you go back to uh, the past episodes and uh, make a montage of all the times Basta was uh, raving about the Switch before it was even out, and then put it right before he says, I cannot buy it. 
Yes. <laughs> I mean, don't right. get me wrong. I really, 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 really want to buy it, but it, it. it is a hardware issue that I know will just grind my fucking gears. Oh, it's right. Like it's not a software. It's not a software thing. No, it's uh, it's a, it's a physical hardware defect. Yeah. At least as far as I can tell, like it might be a weird firmware thing, but like it's not the games. It's not the operating system. It's just like weird Bluetooth in the left Joy-Con. And like, I want to love it. And I really want them to solve this problem and be like, yeah, we fixed the issue. It's like a V2, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, (sighs) yeah, I I can't wait for the Switch 360 is what I'm saying. Well, yeah. Well, that's the pro controller. Like I've heard, I I feel kind of bad or not bad, but like, I feel like it kind of sucks that like you kind of have to buy the pro controller with some games because like Zelda Breath of the Wild probably just gets super annoying with the Joy-Cons after a certain point. And you're just like, fuck it, give me a real controller. Yeah, basically, that's why I got it. it I, yeah. I'm I'm thrilled with it. Um, but so Odyssey that that came out today, and yep. goddamn, it's so good. Speaking of like the next version of Switch, they had a Odyssey bundle. Maybe this like the Switch they're shipping out with it has like newer hardware. I'm not 100 percent sure. Maybe. But um, the game though, I did start it up for like maybe a half hour or so before we started recording, and it's cool. It does have like the kind of galaxy vibe but a lot of the characters now are a little like more like cartoonish and goofy looking like especially like bowser's <laughs> minions and shit but it's the same old like mario like bowser's kidnapping peach he wants to marry her you, yeah. your hat gets torn up but this time like you land in the cap kingdom or something and like these hats <laughs> with eyes are like well uh apparently um the tiara on P- peach's head is uh one of the is awesome a hat with eyes yes <laughs> and he's like oh he's like my sister was taken let's work together and then he's he's initially a top hat and he goes on mario's head he's like oh is this not suit your style and then he just turns into the red cap like <laughs> oh is this not suit your style deal with it you peasant <laughs> he's just like an upper crusty like bourgeois hat <laughs> <laughs> that would that'd be actually a little more interesting. He for- oh, he forces Mario into a full tuxedo, and you have to- that's his default style in that game? That would be cool. I mean, not cool, God but that'd be well, funny. It's got a lot of promise, even so far. Yeah. I've only, like, got through the first little area and, like, beat one of the early bosses, and it's you can, like, throw your cap at a, at a frog, and you turn into this frog with a mustache, and it's, like, really cool because you can, like, jump around, and it's just really neat how it's going to incorporate all these different uh, things that you, I don't want to say possess, but you just become that. <laughs> no, whenever you, you throw that. Yeah. You're a ghost now. You're a spoopy Mario. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. This is Halloween time. So boo. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was the it's most unenthusiastic comment. Someone just had a heart attack. Um, <laughs> uh, it's looking at it now and seeing gameplay. Of course this game was going to be good. Cause it's Banjo Kazooie or Banjo Kazooie Mario edition. <laughs> So like it's like the more I look at it, the more I'm just like, oh, that's just Banjo Kazooie. Which I mean, I'm I'm fine with those games were good. So, but yep. it it's not the most creative idea. No, but I I don't know. I'm a sucker for Mario games in general. I know. Like I, yeah, it works. Yeah, Kart is is especially fun. So Mario Kart oh, 8 Deluxe, some really good I, fun there. I still got problems with Mario Kart simply because after Double Dash, they introduced twelve players per race. And anyone after eighth place gets a super weapon, and it's just a clusterfuck. Oh like, yeah, you're absolutely not wrong, and that's the thing. If you're like just crushing it and in first the whole time, it's like every you're it's, just fucked. <laughs> it's super unbalanced. People in first only get like coins, which essentially do nothing. If you get ten yep. coins, you get your max speed a little bit of a boost, but overall it doesn't do much. And you get like bananas and green shells, and that's it in first place. And then everyone in eighth place and beyond gets nothing but blue shells, stars, lightning bolts, bullet bills, and it's just. It's so unbalanced against first place, and I kind of get that, but to the point where it's so frustrating, it's hard to keep playing. Yeah, when there's an online mode, and I only fucking temp- like tested my luck at that once or twice, and goddamn, those people are so insane. They were oh, unfucking yeah. believably good. I'm just like, oh yeah, I'm pretty good at this game, and then you like <laughs> walk away crying, like never wanting to play again. So well, just yeah. never play online. Yeah, they <laughs> never. Ridiculous. Despite what EA and Ubisoft's trying to do, never play online. Um, but with Mario Kart 8, it's been out on the Wii U, so people have been get, been playing it since the Wii U days, so uh, they definitely yeah, have time sense. to get better. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess that's why this one's deluxe, because there's, like, what, the Splatoon characters and all that other stuff yeah, that probably is, like, Switch-related. It's all DLC stuff, like, they have had, yeah, bonus carts and bonus players and uh, different stuff, and it's just included in the deluxe version. 
That makes sense. All right. Yeah. Well, then, and then the other game that I'm like, yeah, I, I mentioned Legend of Zelda, but it's so ridiculous because there's so much to this game. Like, there's the stamina bar. It it does really feel like Shadow of the Colossus in like a lot of ways. Um, but I don't know. The weather actually affects things. So yeah. I was like, as you're trying to climb a mountain or something, if it's raining, you you slip. It's like really, it's it, it's very impressive. Um. That that was one thing. I started a quest where it's like, oh, please, all you have to do is light this torch and walk it all the way over here. And as soon as I light the torch, it starts raining. I was like, fuck yeah. me. So there's like all sorts of goofy shit like that. Um, there's this I'm- cool character you run into called Hesto or Hestu, Hes- and he's like this weird like like I don't even know what I want to say like a forest spirit kind of thing. And he's like oh, miss like he's missing his tree. maracas, and you have yeah. to like, go get him. He's, <laughs> he's super uh- cute. Kuroka, Kuroka, the little like Deku spirit tree people. Yes, he's absolutely. a big one of those. And yeah, and he's so cool. I did a quest yeah. to get his maracas, and and along the way, yeah. you like let's say there's like a little puzzle uh, you'll see, or like a rock that you move, and then all like in a weird place, all of a sudden one of these little spirits pop out, and they're like, "You found me!" And then they give you a korok seed, and I was like, "What the hell are these korok seeds yeah. for?" And I eventually found Hestu, and you give the seeds to him to put in his maracas, and then he can expand your inventory slots. And you get to choose whether it's your weapon slot, your shield slot, or the other one. I forget what the other one's for. But in general, I just usually go weapons, because, like, that's my main complaint with this game. It also feels like a mix of Dark Cloud. Your weapons, (laughs) you lose your weapons, like, constantly. They're just, like, the durability is, like, nothing. And the, oh, God, I just climbed up, like, this the most ridiculous mountain on a whim, and I found I found this area where it was like, oh, those rocks look really suspicious. Let me throw a bomb at it. And then, of course, it opens up. There's all these treasure chests. I was like, fucking jackpot. And then mm-hmm. even in that room, I saw a wall. I'm like, even that wall looks suspicious. So I threw another bomb at that, and there was an extra chest behind it, and it had this sword in it that's called, like, the flame sword or something. It's, like, the best thing I've found so far. And I'm like, fuck yeah. But I know it's, like, going to break on me if I use yeah. it on, like, <laughs> stupid enemies. So I'm saving that thing for when I'm going to need it. But that's my only complaint. I wish there was, like, in Dark Cloud, when your weapon durability gets low, you can use, like, a repair powder to kind of, like, get your weapons back up to speed. This is There is no such thing. It's just, like, you're just wow. going to break it, and you got to constantly be uh, cycling through weapons that you find, which, I that's kind of cool. It's it's different, but I, I just wish, like, you could find a weapon that you love and, like, level it up. That's, that's another thing. As a, like, typical RPG, you don't, like, level up or anything. I'm like, what the fuck? Nah. It feels really kind of weird in that regard. But story-wise, well, graphic-wise, character-wise, I'm just having a total blast. This game is phenomenal. I would say you don't need to level up because, like, in a typical RPG, there's no skill tree. Like, in Witcher and stuff, there's skills that you have to unlock with your levels. But there's none right. of that. All of this is just, like, equipment and uh, magic that you get from... The uh, Sheikah Slate. Yeah. yeah. So there's not necessarily a reason to level up, but you do definitely get better gear as you progress. Um and yeah, those were all the biggest complaints. The durability for weapons is way too low. Like some legendary weapons break after like ten swings, if that. Yeah, um, I won't spoil it, but there is one weapon that doesn't break no matter what. Um, I've heard so, that, but even I've read on a forum someone said it does, and I'm like, I don't no, know if that's true. Okay, it definitely doesn't. It gets weaker, but it can get fixed. Like it doesn't break. Okay. Um. Uh. Yeah. The weather is really cool. I really like that. And I once I still don't have a switch. I will. I'll probably try and get one this Christmas, actually. Um, but I like the weather system, but I do see how it can get super annoying in times. Like, uh, there's a place where you have to climb a lot of cliffs. And if it's raining, you're just fucked because yeah, you can't you're climb in the rain. Totally fucked. You got to go. And that's the thing. Either you sit there and wait or you travel to, like, the nearest fire and, like, then you can, like, wait till morning. Or, and, yeah, like, you speed up sometimes time. you wait till morning and it's still fucking raining. You're like, all right, yeah. now wait till noon. <laughs> But the way it interacts with the environment, like, you have to find shrines, and one of them is, this isn't really a spoiler, because God knows if you actually find this one, like, you might never even find the shrine. Um, but it's encased in rock, and one of the ways to, o- or the only way to open it is by putting, like, a big iron sword in the top of the rock, and it gets hit with lightning and explodes the rock off. Whoa. So you have to wait for a lightning storm to go by. So that's really cool, and I think it's really, like, a neat idea, but I can't see how it can get really annoying after, like, five hours of just trying to climb this one cliff, but it won't stop raining because you're in, like, the rainforest area. So I think the cool benefits of the environment system outweighs the annoyance, but I can't see how it can get annoyed. Like, Divinity, how I'm kind of getting annoyed with how much shit there is. But I I greatly would prefer it than if there was less stuff. So That makes sense. 
Yeah. Yeah. And it's very, uh, it's full of all sorts of stuff. You can like capture horses, like you sneak up on them and yeah. like, then you can like, uh, register them at the local stable <laughs> and you like, you get to like kind of build a relationship with them and like soothe them if they get all rowdy and shit. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. And you can also combine all these ingredients and th- items that you find throughout your travels to like cook them and like make elixirs and all sorts of meals and shit. It's just really, yeah. it just adds a whole dynamic of like crafting and stuff for your survival. Like I really like it. Doug's discovering what everyone else did eight months ago. I know. It's so exciting. <laughs> That's what I mean. So the switch. It's like when I started watching Game of Thrones this summer. <laughs> or when you started playing Pokemon Go. We're just like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah we too. already we already talked about this. It happens. Um, That's in what fairness, I mean. Pokemon Go game. has changed a lot. I could do like a whole episode on like what's new in Pokemon Go and like what things I don't particularly like and what things I do like. Yeah. Um, it, I'm still going strong changed. with it. I, I don't bring it up constantly because I know you guys would hate me for it. <laughs> no, <laughs> That's why it's I, cool. I, same way I do with uh, Overwatch. I tried to not talk about it much. Um, That's but with, wise. Yeah. With, <laughs> with Zelda, Doug, there is a DLC for it now where it adds like a, a difficulty mode, like a harder mode, uh, like a survival, like bonus mode. I think more items and stuff. Um, nice. So if you do want more stuff, God knows there's plenty in that game. But if you do want like more, if you beat it and it is a pay to win game. If you have amiibos, you can attach them to the controller and get stuff in it. So uh, I think if you have like a certain link figure, you can get uh, Epona, but you can only get her once. So I remember watching someone streaming it, and they had Epona up on top of a cliff and accidentally ran off, and she died. And that was it. He never got her again. Yeah, fuck. Holy shit. (laughs) That's ridiculous. Yeah, I Um, had a moment where my horse, like, got trapped, and I was like, oh, God, I reloaded my game, because I was like, fuck that. (laughs) I'll be honest, I I kind of wish all games had horses, like, in Witcher 3, where, like, you can just sort of summon your horse at any given moment. Yeah, it just appears out of nowhere. And then, like, if you leave... Like it just vanishes into the ether or whatever. Mm-hmm. They have um, you can whistle in Zelda, but the thing is, if he's like out of range or like there's something blocking him from getting to you, he won't just magically show up. It's like it's not going to defy nah. gravics. It's like no, yeah. your yeah. horse is not going to make it. Witcher does that where appears out of nowhere. It's fine in terms of like realism, but mm-hmm. at a certain point, it's like it also makes the game a little bit less fun. Yeah, it's well, that's like with stories and stuff when people are like, "Oh, this isn't realistic." Well, it's like, yeah, if something was completely realistic, it'd be boring as shit. So, like, you have to have a degree of disconnect. Uh, but I'm also guilty of nitpicking stuff for realism as well. Um, yeah. But with Witcher, they make it a joke out of that because that's kind of how it was in the first... Well, at least especially in the second one. But in the third one, they're very aware of it and do, like, tongue-in-cheek jokes. So there's a card game in that game called... In Witcher, there's a card game called Gwent. And you can get your horse as a card. Your horse's name is Roach. And on the card, it just shows Roach on top of a house, like, on the roof. And, like, Witcher on the ground, like, the fuck are you doing up there? Like, because he just appears wherever. Or she, I actually don't remember the gender. Um, But then there's a quest in Witcher where you get essentially high on, like, peyote. And you start talking to Roach. And it just, it's really funny. They really just poke fun at it. I was like, yeah, the horse appears out of nowhere because it's more convenient for you. And we don't really feel like giving an excuse. Um, nice. So that's fun. Uh, oh, in, uh, in related news, yeah. I want to try peyote someday. Oh, Christ. <laughs> mixed <What>? reviews. <laughs> <laughs> you should have done it today for mixed episode 200, Matt. I'm, I'm thinking about trying I'm thinking about trying a crocodile. You know, where you inject it oh, and it just God. peels the skin off of your bones. Yeah. Oh, no, that that's one's horrifying. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> I hear peyote's not great either, but I don't know. Maybe that's just a bad trip. Uh, last note about uh, Zelda. There's yeah. one character. It's no, like, spoiler. I, at least I don't think so. I don't think he pays off in the story. Uh, but his name's Kaz. And he's... My fucking favorite. I love the music around him, like that plays around him. I love his design, and he's just a cool ass character. So when you meet him, it'll be great. Yeah, looking forward to meeting him. He, yeah, he's as far as I can tell, he's kind of just random. Like he appears randomly throughout the map. He's not in one fixed location. So you might bump into him like immediately, or you might never bump into him. But yeah, he's one of my favorite characters. Interesting. Um. All right, well, I think that was a solid uh, spitting of games for you guys. Uh, let's kind of move on to the next part of the show where, where we're going to have some stumpers with featuring Mark. And if you're wondering why last week's Pinecast code was uh, cucumbers, you'll find out soon. Oh, um, yeah, that makes no sense out of context now. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah, that wouldn't make any sense. Of course. Uh, but oh. here's the end of that mystery. Thanks for tuning in, listeners. No plugs, some stumpers, and then some congrats. Oh, no plugs? What? Nah, I, not, I not, even, not even a. 
I mean, Mark Twain cool. on Instagram.com. Oh, God damn it. Well, you just did, so you get that one for free. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll be back next week, but enjoy the, you, some numbers, and I'm thanks plugging. again for all the support. 200 episodes, we're super thrilled to have... When you're not listening to us, we don't exist anymore. No, yeah. we only exist in your uh, it's so headphones. Sad. So we really tune in more it. often. Leave yeah, us tell a some friends. You're the best. Thank you yeah. guys for we've it. been cursed. This is this is hell to us this long. This we're, truly is hell. Phone. Uh, all right, which one are we going to do first? Um, <laughs> oh, wow. Uh-oh. Okay, okay guys. We get ourselves into <laughs> this. This one comes to us to the topic allergic. <laughs> Fuck me. Can you have an allergic reaction from the placebo effect? What? <laughs> Uh, actually, probably. I wait. I mean, it's all psychosomatic. So I mean, you you can actually you can develop symptoms because you think you have something. Whoa! So but is it an allergic actual, reaction fuck. though? It's I, it's I, I, maybe technically maybe, not. Actually, this question like, might not be as dumb as we think it is. Of? Like, are you, like somebody tells you, "Oh, that has gluten in it," and then you just get all poopy. Like, what happens? Like, <laughs> well, yeah, you, you, <laughs> I'm all you can actually will symptoms to show up. Wait, yeah. so, like, it's, it's been medically proven. For instance, Mark, you've mentioned on the podcast you have a peanut allergy. Am I correct? Yes. Okay, so like that's like me coming up to you and feeding you like a piece of cheese or meat or something. And be like, "Yo, that's a peanut." As and peanut cheese. Thinking to yourself, I, I just ate a peanut, even though it's obviously not. And then you like puffing what? up. Like, it, I don't think All that right. would actually happen. You wouldn't no, actually no. puff up. Obviously, I'm just saying there's probably like a point zero 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 one percent chance that someone has experienced that because you can, you can like mentally impact yeah you can you're you can actually cause like rashes and hives based on yeah. certain stressors well, i have that myself um, i have had hives numerous times and it, it does seem like i like i'll just like touch an area of my skin and then it happens and it's like i think it's yeah. like in my head sometimes I, I would say it would be unbelievable if it would it, like if you could actually make replicate that every time you encounter whatever it is you're claiming to be allergic to so yeah that'd be very i would say i would say no obviously but i'm sure well it's possible you could have a you could have a handful of times where it happened and then you would tell yourself you were allergic to it yeah well that's what's uh where psychosomatic diseases come from they are real uh results and conditions like real uh uh, real um uh i guess like effects but it's ca- the cause is different. It's not an actual allergic reaction. It's caused by your brain, like thinking you're sick. But you are like yeah. you do actually have those side effects sometimes. So may- this always happens with Stumper, where we get like this stupid ass question, and Bass is laughing his ass off because he's like, "Look how stupid this is," and then we start analyzing it like fucking house. But it reminds <laughs> me of a an advice podcast I listened to. They had a similar question where this chick she was like. She's convinced that she's allergic to something, although there's no history of it in her family and she's never had the item to eat in her life. But she's like convinced that, and her friends were like, What do we do? I'm like, Well, don't you get her tested. Yeah, you, yeah, go, you get an allergy test. Yeah. That's why they yeah. have them. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's an easy okay. question. All right, that one. All right, next question. <laughs> <laughs> this, this. Go get an allerg- allergy test and see if you're allergic to the placebo effect. This one's, I, I'm this sure one's, they tell you. This one's, yeah. this one comes to us from the topic skin care. Oh, God. Why is it always themes with you? What could cause a small but noticeable dent in a little boy's forehead? <laughs> <laughs> oh, someone's a bad parent. Yeah, someone's. <laughs> um, dropping him on his forehead. Many things uh, could cause a dent. It's uh resting your beer can on his head while you're holding him cuz you don't have uh, too many hands. 
when you're changing in his shoes before school, keeping his head in a vice to keep him still. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Mark, you want to talk about something? You got a little uh, something to share there? About? I was going to say a fly ball, like if you're at a baseball game. <laughs> Heads up. Okay, cool. Let's go to the next one. This next question comes to us from the topic. Cat food. God damn it, Bass. Who this is it? just for you, Bryn. This is just for you. Every time. Why does my cat chew his food? <laughs> to swallow. What? <laughs> I feel like it's pretty cut and dry. I don't know. Why does my cat to, chew his food? I don't know how to make this into a goof. It's, <laughs> it's right there. <laughs> uh, because he didn't have water to swallow it whole. Um, Just like swallowing pills, baby. Well, we should write a really <laughs> bad joke book where none of the swallow jokes are pills. actually jokes. No, no, no. And it's just like, why does my cat, cat chew his food? Because he didn't have water. <laughs> my cat's breath... <laughs> <laughs> My cat's breath smells like cat food. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Ralph. Uh, God damn it! It's just like what? What? Cora has lost so much respect in my eyes, and like, okay. Well, how about this? About how about this? We'll we'll bring up the next question. This is the last question that I have about cats. Okay, God, I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> this one comes to us on the topic cucumbers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> don't. I've eaten a cucumber bitten by a cat. Is it dangerous? Oh, that's not what I thought it was going to be at all. <laughs> uh. You better spit that one out. That could be toxic. Yeah. I have eaten a cucumber bitten by cat. Is it dangerous? I'm pretty yeah, you're going to sure. get. That's how you get Lyme's disease, I think. I thought that's how you become no, a that's furry. cucumber's disease. You, you oh. get a you get your fursona by whatever food you ingest from another animal, right? Like yeah. like the baby bird. It like where a mama bird like spits the food into a baby bird's mouth. And then that baby bird mm-hmm. becomes a bird sona. Like his bird sona is the mm. mama bird. Animals so can be furries, I, right? <laughs> I just find crazy. it interesting that this uh, question asker is just like bold enough to eat a cucumber they've clearly identified has been bitten by a cat. It's like, how do you know you what cat cucumber? has bitten a cucumber? How, are there teeth marks? Like, I, what, guess, I, I feel like they left a cucumber on the counter and they had to walk away for like a phone call and then they came back took a bite out of it, and then saw on the other end of the cucumber, there was a smaller bite mark. And it was like, oh, my cat must have bitten it. Not thinking what truly happened, which was gremlins but living ca- in their walls. cats can't... Living in cat, their cat. Cats can't eat <laughs> bites of cucumbers, though. Right? Like, a cucumber has, like, a skin, like, it's... it's You have to chew into it, and cats have, like, teeth for, like, meat. Like, my cat, I don't cucumber think my cat meat. could physically even get his mouth around a cucumber. Yeah, you need a cat well, with a bigger mouth. This isn't that kind of show, Bren. I think like this is the kind of thing where somebody <laughs> saw a cat bite a cucumber and then said, is this still good to eat? And and they turned to Cora, the source of unyielding knowledge. Um, <laughs> the knowledge I'd also like to take a moment to appreciate the other, uh, the other topics on this question. Uh, besides cucumbers, there's cats domestic, eating, mm-hmm. pets, mm-hmm. and personal question. <laughs> those, are, those are a lot of categories I don't like uh, crossing over. Hey, maybe he wanted to put the cucumber out of its misery because he didn't want to skin it alive and hear its screams. <laughs> this guy can also hear vegetables. Uh, I don't know why he left that information out. I feel like that's a uh, wealth of uh, conversation starters. Um, what kind of he- disease could you get from eating a cucumber that's been bitten by a cat? Cat scratch fever. That's a real thing. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Whatever that disease rabies. is uh, from uh, pregnant ladies get for cleaning out uh, litter boxes. Oh, yeah. There's some sort of parasite. That Toxoplasmosis. Happens. That's it. I like what the seventh you- sense of hearing vegetables. That could be pretty cool. <laughs> that, w- that would be. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just this next question comes from us the topic cucumbers. <laughs> Why do my cucumbers scream all the time? <laughs> what if I rub <laughs> cucumber on my face? <laughs> what if? Like... Uh, <laughs> What what I I want to I want to interview these people. Like, what do you think will happen? What <laughs> in your mind do you think is a possibility that you have to question what could happen? Well, isn't it like a whole like exfoliating thing for like women? They put them on their eyes and then like have I, all that goo on their face. There's so much like beauty product crap that has cucumbers in it. And I think that's just to make it smell nice. I don't think there's any real like reason that there's cucumber in it besides the scent. 
Maybe it's like an anti-wrinkle thing, probably. Because uh, the, they put the slices on their eyes. Yeah. Well, I do know, here's a fun fact for you. Uh, anti-wrinkle cream or like anti-aging cream, one of the ingredients of it is baby foreskins. Because it's got a Ew. shitload of stem cells in it that rejuvenate the skin on your face. I don't so think that's how that works at all. That I don't is, think that's, that is I think completely you true. That on the internet. Look that up. That is absolutely true. Any person using anti-wrinkle cream, you got a bunch of baby dicks on your face. Oh, God. <laughs> Maybe that's why they're putting cucumbers on their face. It's, yeah. Those baby vegetable dicks? Yeah. <laughs> it's better than baby dicks. There you go. It's <laughs> my nickname in high school. Yeah. I don't even Let's go to the know next what's <laughs> I Yeah. I, Jesus fucking Christ. I'm running out of questions here. This next question comes to us from the topic, sausages. Uh, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Where did the form of a sausage come from? <laughs> sausage? God damn it, Matt. San Francisco's Wait, got a weird accent. Question? Where did what the form the of a sausage come from? <laughs> Where did the f- uh, you take the intestines of the animal and stuff its muscles into the intestines, wrap it up, and Fucking do what you want shit. with it. Ugh, that is so a terrible. It's haggis. It's also a lot of sausage. It's true. God damn it, though. Right. Although, if you and just a a tip, if you're just if you're going to continue on with that, if you take this the intestine out and you pull out the sausage, when you mix it with the ground beef and the and the breadcrumbs and the garlic, you get some nice meatballs. Thanks, Mark. This, is, this <laughs> Thanks, has been cooking with Mark Choi. Yeah, I like that to think one spicy meatball. I, I like to think the first guy that made the sausage was inspired by something in nature. Like he found a rock in that shape and was so amazed. He's like, "What? What form do I take this raw ground beef that I have? Like, there's got to be an easier way to eat this than just all loose and in my hands." And then he saw like a rock in the perfect sausage shape, and he's like, "Voila." There it is. I'm impressed that you like to think that sausage contains beef. Ah, I don't know. Have you had sausage as an asteroid just coming down from like, and it's a gift from God. (laughs) It's like like a hot link. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's a rock link meteor. This guy just my gift to you. A big old stone dick. Sandwiches out of this. I just picture the Oscar Mayer Wiener bus falling from the sky. <laughs> Wait, Doug, you make sandwiches out of no, sausage? a sausage sandwich. I'm saying, you know, they're good. It's a hot dog. This, you know what this reminds me of? My fit, one of my favorite photos I have saved. It's oh, just God. a picture of this guy laying on the ground, and like a, it's like a screen cap of a YouTube video. And the title of the video is "I scream out that's a spicy meatball every time my dad fucks me." God damn it, Marty. That's a, that's a super relatable picture you're uh, looking at, Mark. It's so funny. I need to find it. <laughs> at least someone God enjoys it. Um, Is it dangerous to eat a sausage that's been bitten by a cat? Ooh, that actually might be. Only if the cat's drunk. <laughs> Is it cooked? Is it a cooked sausage? Is it sausage soup? I guess it's I imagine, dangerous to eat an uncooked sausage regardless. I imagine some guy back in ancient Babylonian times is like, hey, uh, fellow Babylonian, how about you go fuck yourself and eat this and point it at his dick? And the other guy was like, you know what? I just might. And went home and took all his ground beef and formed it into the sausage. And then I he went know- back and sucked that guy's dick harder than <laughs> anybody has ever sucked a dick before. <laughs> Got the best blowjob of his <laughs> life. And that's how sausage is made. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> you know the saying, you never want to find out how the sausage is made? That's why. It's a lot of dick sucking. And then he got cucumber all over his face. God damn This it. next and final question comes to us from the topic DC Comics. Oh boy, something, something I actually know about. about. Is Batman allergic to anything? <laughs> In the placebo effect. Boom. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. That's any it. Co- that's all any he's probably allergic to some spicy meatballs. He's allergic to any plot continuity whatsoever. Yeah. I think he's allergic to... Parents. Uh, bat droppings. Gu- guano. If I learned yes. anything from Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, it's that bat gu- uh, droppings is called guano. And you should not eat. You know, when I was in the Boy Scouts, I used to go to camp every year. And in the mess hall, they had a fireplace. And behind the chimney of the fireplace, 
bats would hang out and there was so much bat shit and i would tell them like you got to clean that stuff up because it's fucking toxic and they're like yeah yeah yeah. never did it never fucking did it i probably have like mesothelioma or something at this point from all that fucking you're entitled to a large uh, sum of money (laughs) i knew that was coming i did it if you just call 1-800-800-800 All right, and we're going to move on to the next part of the show. Um, I want to thank everyone who sent in congratulatory audio clips. We really appreciate it. We had some fans and previous guests send in some stuff. So the first clip is actually from an anonymous fan, so that's kind of funny. But it, it's been great. We're really excited. Uh, we really feel like the show's picking up steam, so we'll try to keep this going as long as we can. So keep your eyes and ears out. We will definitely be back next week. Thanks for all the support, guys. And yeah, sit back and enjoy this clip. Congratulations on 200 episodes. You guys are almost better than silence. Ha ha. Can't wait to hear more from you guys. P.S. Hey, Bren. Sheets is better than Wawa. Suck my hairy balls. Hey, uh, this is Chiz. Congrats on 200, man. Like, it's huge accomplishment, huge milestone. Go for another 100. Uh... Doug, you suck at Rocket League. Bren, you suck at South Games. Mark, I don't know what you suck at. Uh, you guys are the best. Uh, keep it up. Congratulations, ABTS, on your 200th episode. That's amazing, and you guys deserve it. I remember way back when, when Google Play Music um, recommended me this podcast, and a few episodes in, I realized that Doug and I actually grew up right down the road from each other and at different schools, but very close. So I thought that was awesome. Um, since the podcast, I've just been getting more involved with work. I work at a startup out here in St. Louis, and, uh, and I won't do any plugs, but I've been getting more involved with that and some of the machine learning projects that we're working on. Um, not a coder, but I'm really loving uh, helping the direction of some of those projects. Um, a personal hobby, um, I've been getting really involved in cryptocurrency, so all my friends are just sick of hearing about cryptocurrency. And, uh, and lastly, the, the game I've been playing recently is Civilization VI. So, uh, yeah, that's me in a nutshell. Take care, and uh, best of luck in the future. Can't wait to hear what you guys come up with next. Doug, Doug, congratulations on your 200th episode, man. I don't think people realize how hard it is to stick with something for so long and reach reach such a milestone, especially with content creation. There is just so much hard work behind the scenes that doesn't doesn't get appreciated. So, again, thank you for sticking with it for so long. Thank you for having me. Uh, on your podcast way back in the day to talk about a dark room. Uh, it was really awesome, and hopefully I can catch up with you soon, man. Again, congratulations on all the hard work you've done, and I wish nothing but success for you in the future. Hey, guys. John Sonmez here from Simple Programmer. Congratulations on 200 episodes. That's crazy. Most people give up way earlier in the game, so it's pretty awesome to see that you guys have stuck it out, that you're still going strong, you know, I think that uh, it, it's just just making it this far is is huge, and I've been really happy to see your success, and I wish you the best success in the future. 200 more episodes. Uh, let, let's see it. All right. Take care, guys. Almost better than silence. This is Charles Max Wood from DevChat.TV with a huge congrats on your 200th episode. Super excited for that. Great job, guys. Great job sticking it out for 200. Super excited to see what happens in the next 200. So keep us all posted and best of luck going forward. Thanks. Hey guys, it's Alan Covert. Just wanted to say congrats to Almost Better Than Silence on 200 amazing episodes. Uh, I'd like to come back, please. Hey guys, it's Adam and Brittany from the Press Continue podcast. We're here congratulating um, Almost Better Than Silence. Yeah, 200 episodes. Woo! <laughs> that's crazy to me. That's Because I can barely get, like, one out. That's a lot of talking. It is. That's a lot of talking. But they're enjoyable to listen to. Yeah, it's a good time. So we've been with you guys from the very beginning of the Everything. Almost Better Than Silence network. And... Uh, 
glad we could teach you everything you know about podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, owe everything. Yeah, you you owe us uh, your lives. <laughs> it was not your mom's. We're we're not going to tell you when we're cashing in on that, but uh, it's coming soon. So you better pay up. But yeah, that's a lot of hard work. Two hundred episodes. It is. That's something to be proud of. It is. Definitely. We like everybody on the show. Yeah, you guys are awesome. And you've you've all become our friends. Yeah, I feel like that. I mean, I may not always answer back on the text <laughs> messages, but... Uh, but we love you. Yeah, you guys are awesome. So keep up the great work and... Uh, Have us on. We'll, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be on your 300th show, I guess. Because, you know, that's how yeah, we do. Yeah, we've been on twice, right? Yeah, something like that. Because we suck. But... <laughs> <laughs> But uh, congratulations, and uh, we'll talk to you on 300, <laughs> which will be what, next week? Yeah. All right, All right. Yeah. sounds good. Doug's, Doug and Doug's hardcore. <laughs> you know who I appreciate? ABTS. Oh, yeah. We appreciate ABTS because they're on episode 200. That is amazing. That is a milestone that is twice as good as episode 100. Twice as good, and you know what's And cool? twice as nice? Twice as, oh, Maybe. Listen to it and find out. Well, it depends. Are they, like, burned out and, tr- and trudging through it? Or are they, like, I still just as strong as ever? Good. It's then congratulations. Congratulations to the ABTS guys. Almost better than silence. Doug. Brandon. Mark. Uh, is there a Mark? Who else? Mark Choi and uh, Matt Basta. And... Name everyone who's ever been on the show ever. I just know those four. <laughs> Congratulations, you four. The rest, sorry, you didn't make a good enough impression on John. Maybe at 300. I'm pretty sure those are the main four, so we should be okay. Okay. Congratulations. Congrats. Congrats. We love you. Woohoo! Hey there, this is Joe Krause from the Erie Canal Theater Podcast, coming to you from a secret co-working location somewhere in Detroit. And I'm recording this message to wish you good tidings for 200 episodes of Almost Better Than Silence. And uh, in celebration, I've brought along a couple of the other guys from Erie Canal Theater Podcast. Take it away, Mike McGettigan. Hi, this is Mike McGettigan. Congratulations, guys, on 200 episodes of your show. Good work. Clark Eagling. Hi, this is Clark Eagle. Congratulations on 200 episodes of your show. Good work. Jeff Jemison. Hi, this is Jeff Jemison. Congratulations on 200 episodes of your show. Good work. Thanks, fellas. This is for all my brothers over at Almost Better Than Silence. Guys, this is Kenny from the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast. I'm so proud of you for getting to 200 episodes. Congratulations. It's beyond awesome. And once again, you guys prove that you are just almost better than silence. The fact that you guys have 200 episodes just proves why the internet is an awful place. Oh, just ridiculous. I'm kidding, of course. I love the show. I was happy to be a part of it. I can't wait to come back and have some fun. But for now, I will crap open a cold one to you and give you a high five. Woo! And say, here's the 200 more. Go f- yourselves. I'm kidding. I love the show. Now send me some bread shoes. Hey, almost better than silence. It's Nick here from the Gamers Without Borders podcast. I just wanted to congratulate you all on reaching 200 episodes. That's a massive, massive achievement, and you should be hugely proud of yourselves. You guys consistently put out a podcast week on week, and it's always great fun, and I genuinely look forward to it every time I see you release a new episode. As for what I've been doing, well, as you know, I'm one of the most inconsistent podcasters on the planet. So just as a brief reminder of my own show, I think I'll stick my theme music at the end of this message. Keep doing amazing work, guys. You're the best. Hey there, guys. Judge Greg here, host of the Real Hero Talk podcast, managing editor at Enthusiacs.com, and co-host on the Gamers Without Borders podcast. I just want to say congratulations, almost better than silence, on 200 episodes. That is a phenomenal achievement, and I just had to give you a personal congratulations. It is not just because I wanted to hear my own voice on your podcast. That is not what is happening here. This is weird. I hate I hate just sitting here talking alone into my microphone. I feel maybe 
you know, if I play the music, it actually makes it feel a little bit better. All right, there we go, there we go. So congratulations, you guys, on 200 episodes. Super happy for you, and hopefully you have 200 more, because if you don't have 200 more, I'm going to consider you a failure. So you have that going for you. Anyway, congratulations, and until next time, this is Judge Greg saying, a man chooses, a slave obeys. Hey, ABTS, almost better than silence. Uh, this is Tony. And Quack. And Lamb! <laughs> we are from No Time for Time Travel, and we wanted to leave you guys a voicemail, um, if this is a voicemail, uh, to say congratulations on your 200 episodes. Yay! Congrats, guys. Yay! Woohoo! A-B-T-S, A-B-T-S. A-B... Oh, okay. Am I the only one chanting? You guys are doing pretty great. Uh, almost better than silence. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Seriously, good job. <laughs> yeah, great job. You guys uh, are doing something right by being at 200 episodes. We, we wish yes. that we will get that far with ours, too. You guys are a model group of people. Podcasters. <laughs> we, have, we have a lot to learn from you guys. No, uh, thank you. <laughs> no, the teleprompter was broken. That's why I'm, I'm ad-libbing it. Going, going off script? Yes, off script. Um, but yeah, yeah, congratulations. And um, we look forward to hearing more from you guys. Looking forward to hearing great stuff, guys. Yay! Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. Uh. Ah, come on, come on. Pick up, guys. Pick up, guys. Hello. No one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Uh. <clears throat> Yo, dudes. What is going on? 200 episodes? How the fuck? How the fuck? 200. That's more than 900. It's actually not more than 900. I should edit that, but I'm not gonna. That was funny. That was stupid. Big shot to you guys. 200 episodes. Uh, I'm gonna give a big shot to Doug, especially because he's the stingy one. He gets all. He gets to talk to Reggie Watts. He gets to go on the horribly awkward podcast. I mean, those things are amazing. And uh, big shot to you, Doug. Bryn, Bryn. All right, <laughs> all right, dude. You're my dog. Uh, I love you, dude. But sex robot stuff. Uh was freaking amazing more sex robots i need that more in the future from always better than silence uh mark and matt what's up dude you guys are awesome too i, w- I want to hear you on more episodes i want to hear you on on all the episodes come on guys step your game up step your game up no, i mean no matter how you guys do it i mean a hundred 200 episodes is amazing that's a big number man i couldn't even count that high without being assisted by a calculator I could try right now, but it would take a while. But, you know, big shout out to you guys. 200 freaking episodes. That is amazing. So, cheers. Uh, that, that was two beers. Maybe I'm double fisting beers, drinking beers right now, leaving you guys a message. I don't know. It's up to you to decide. Shout out to you guys. Hey, Mom. I'm done. You can come out. I left the, my friend's uh, message. <laughs>